Welcome to the Travel Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Bowman, the executive editor of TravelPulse.com. Today is Tuesday, August 31st. Happy Travel Tuesday, everyone, and happy National Eat Outside Day. Love the random national days that are out there, but uh, National Eat Outside Day. Eating eating outside is a thing that has become a bigger trend over the, the last year because of the pandemic and shaping restaurants all around the world, and it's going to become an even bigger trend post-pandemic, I think. I think a lot of people are excited about that. So it's also something that I did today for lunch here in Strasbourg, France. That's right. I am in Europe. If you missed the show last week, I teased that I would be on board the christening cruise for Ama Waterway's newest ship, the Ama Siena. Big shout out to my mom for watching our daughter. She's one and a half and full of energy all the time. Uh, this is the first long trip away from her for me and my wife. So uh, fellow parents out there, you know what we're going through. Happy to be traveling on this baby-free getaway, but also missing our little girl big time. Coming up on today's show, hear from Christine Karst, co-founder of Ama Waterways, about this brand new ship that we're on and her outlook on the future of river cruising. But first... As we do for every show, in case it's your first time listening, let's dive into what's been trending in the world of travel in the last week. We begin with destination news and some big news out of the European Union. They announced a new recommendation that member nations should reinstate COVID-related travel restrictions on unvaccinated citizens from the United States and five other countries. It's a non-binding guidance, meaning it's up to the EU members to decide if U.S. citizens can visit without additional coronavirus restrictions, such as a quarantine and testing requirements. Um, It's important that people realize this is a recommendation from the EU. There were definitely some headlines out there in the last uh, 48 hours there that uh, made it seem like all Americans were now banned from coming to Europe, and that is not true. This news is geared toward unvaccinated travelers. So if you're vaccinated and you want to visit Europe, you you have nothing to worry about, really. Well, except maybe that COVID test that's required for re-entry back into the U.S. Because even after like a dozen times for myself, it's never any fun to get that thing shoved up your nose. Uh, it always tickles the brain, I will say. So uh, I did mine this morning and got my results back uh, about an hour or so ago. And it's negative. Uh, so all clear to return home. Um, as for getting here, the process was easy, you know, just had to show the COVID process, uh, the COVID nineteen vaccination card. I had to upload that, fill out questionnaires for uh, health questionnaires for on um, waterways for one because it is mandatory that all guests on board be vaccinated. Uh, had to do an entry form for the Netherlands, uh, for Germany, and for France as well. Uh, different process for each of those though. Netherlands just filled out. Uh, I printed out the paperwork and checked off um, the boxes and everything, and then showed my showed that and my COVID-19 vaccination card at the airport um, in Atlanta before we flew out to uh, Amsterdam. The cruise uh, launched from Amsterdam and then it's been sailing down Germany and today we're in Strasbourg, France. Tomorrow we'll be in Germany and then I'll fly back home on Thursday. So for Germany, you had to um, do theirs electronically and upload all that stuff, uh, but you could only do that three days in advance uh, before you entered, So which meant Basically, just had to wait until I got on the ship to do that. And with France, I emailed them ahead of time, and they're supposed to send you a QR code for your COVID pass, but that never actually came. So I was kind of worried about that. And other people on the on on the boat too were 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 wondering how that process was going to go because they didn't hear anything back via email. But you know, Alma Waterways have taken care of things. They printed out piece of paper for us. We filled that out, and we just made sure to carry that around with us as we walked around. Um, Which you know, again, I think going with a river cruise company or going with a tour company has that extra uh, level of safety there and and 
and help too in case things like that do happen and you don't get your QR code via email or it gets lost in spam or, or something like that. Having the, the support here of the staff um, that you would get from a river cruise company or a tour guides, um, I think that's the way to go right now. If you're, if you're thinking about traveling to Europe, trying to go on your own and everything, you could run into some hiccups and stuff. So I think that's uh, the best way to go. I will say uh, France has been stricter on wanting to see that COVID um, card than uh, Germany and uh, the Netherlands. Uh, I would say all three countries so far, I've, I've seen a mixed use of masks on and masks off. Um, more so, you know, when you go indoors, it's, it's required in a lot of places, but uh, just like it is back here, back home in the States. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it it's kind of similar to what I've seen back where I live in Georgia. Some people wear it, some people don't. Uh, outside, nobody's really wearing it that much because it's not that required. Um, you can social distance better there uh but yeah here in here in france uh, well the the only place in germany that I actually asked for it was at a bar um anytime i see a guinness um i gotta go get it so we we did that and, and the to sit inside the uh bartender said i need to see your vaccination card but he was nice about it and in france today for, for lunch uh we were planning to sit outside for lunch and um, this was actually before i knew it was national eat outside day uh it was just lovely to sit outside and um, it was nice weather finally today, but um, they wanted to see the, the vaccination card there. Before we went to the cathedral, you had to show that. Um, on our excursion today, we like cut through a zoo, and the zoo had to um, see the COVID card. So France is definitely uh, stricter on that than, than elsewhere so far. But that's kind of what my experience has been so far. If you've traveled to Europe, I'd love to hear from you. If you've got upcoming uh, trip to Europe, I hope you're using a travel advisor. Um, if not, you know, and you have any questions or just any questions in general, you want to hit me up. Podcast at travelpulse.com is the email. Reach out to me and um, I would love to hear from you. So in other destination news, uh, Hawaii officials are contemplating a renewed lockdown as the Delta variant rages on. I think if you listened to last week's show, you knew that they're, they're, this is a continued contemplation for them and discussions and ongoing stuff as the Delta variant uh, cases rise. So that's one thing to continue to watch. And what is Hawaii going to do there? Um, the CDC released new level four, very high risk travel advisories for a number of destinations. Some of the bigger ones include St. Lucia, Bahamas, and Puerto Rico are now on that CDC's level four, very high risk. So uh, take that as you will. I know Puerto Rico just reinstated a mask mandate as well. So, but that is the travel advisory, the um, risk assessment from the CDC and their recommendations. Do as you will, obviously, because that's what we're seeing all around the world right now and what people are going to they're going to go where they want to go. Just, you know, make sure you follow the rules that are in place and don't be a bad traveler. That would be that would be my take there. Um, not on the level four list is Mexico. It's on the level three list and uh, currently booming in tourism this year. Um, airlines in the United States carried more travelers to Mexico in July than at any point in history, breaking all time records and exceeding pre pandemic totals. The five largest carriers in the U.S. transported 2.3 million passengers to and from Mexico in July, uh, the highest on record. American Airlines saw the biggest increase of the, uh, the big carriers there with 24.3% more passengers than in July of 2019. Uh, no doubt that Mexico will continue to see several Americans fly there this year, and tourism numbers are sure to increase even higher once the land border is finally open as well, uh, coming in September, you know, uh, unless the Biden administration decides to push that back even further, which they've been continuously done. So uh, 
So, uh, so who, who knows when that land border will open, but you can fly to Mexico, no issue, as we have seen so many Americans do. And I bet a lot of Americans will be visiting Mexico this coming holiday weekend. That's right. Labor Day weekend is upon us coming up. Uh, do you have any travel plans? Many are predicting that there will be higher number of travelers out there um, this Labor Day weekend, some saying even higher than July 4th. Uh, only time will tell on that, obviously. I think most of that's going to be on the road, though. Uh, it'll certainly be interesting to report next week uh, what the TSA numbers are over the long holiday weekend and how they've been doing because TSA numbers have been trending down a little bit compared to um, June and July, but that's kind of expected with the rise of the Delta variant causing people to, uh, some people to do cancellations and other people um, just hitting the road, and then obviously some schools back in session across the U.S. in a number of places too, so that impacts things as well. As far as the top travel trends for Labor Day weekend, uh, there's an increase in last-minute bookings, uh, solo trips are on the rise as are longer stays, and no surprise here, domestic trips are on the rise as well compared to previous years. So which destinations in the U.S. are among the top spots expected to see the most travelers this coming weekend? According to TripAdvisor here, it's Ocean City, Maryland coming at number one, Orlando, Florida, number two, Las Vegas, Nevada, and Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and New York, New York to round out the top five there. If you're traveling soon, I'd love to know where you're going this, this Labor Day weekend. I hope you travel safe and have a great time and travel responsibly as well. And I hope you use a travel advisor. It's something I preach all the time on here. And recently, a new survey found that 75% of Americans would rather work with a human than a computer when it comes to booking travel. And that just makes a whole lot of sense to me. I think it should be higher, honestly. I'm not I'm not surprised at all by the, this, uh, this data from Internova Travel Group here. Honestly, it should be higher. I mean, we saw last year in March of 2020, how many horror stories there were, people getting stuck in countries, people missing out on money, people being on hold forever because they didn't use a travel advisor. And and upcoming now too, you, you want to have that person, that actual human that you can talk to to give you advice and to know that not only can they get you great deals and great advice, they're going to be there and they're going to be in your corner should something go wrong. Nobody wants anything to go wrong, obviously, but it's good to have that person there to help you get through things instead of calling someone and waiting on hold and getting a call center and all that stuff and someone who knows nothing about you and your your preferences and and what can help you in certain situations like that so again work with a travel advisor and speaking of travel advisor rounding out what has been trending this week the asta global convention was last week and they handed out the top awards in the industry it's uh, voted by the asta membership the supplier awards are given to companies and individuals who recognize the value of the agency community the Partner Company of the Year was given to Ama Waterways. Partner Representative of the Year went to Vicky Freed of Royal Caribbean. For Airline, it went to American Airlines, Transportation, Enterprise Holdings. Global Distribution System was Sabre. Uh, Hotel Partner of the Year, Marriott International. Ocean Cruise Line, Royal Caribbean. River Cruise Line, Ama Waterways. Tour Operator, Apple Leisure Group. Travel Insurance, Allianz Global Assistance. The top North American destination went to the Hawaiian Islands. For international destination, went to Visit Croatia. Technology and Transaction went to National Transaction Corporation. The Sustainability Partner of the Year went to Hurdy-Gruten. And the Supplier Medal of Excellence went to Royal Caribbean. So those are some of the top brands out there in the travel industry right now. If you work with them, you know, congratulations to you and to those companies as well. 
So that wraps up what is trending in travel in the last week. Obviously, so much is going on in the world out there. So make sure you check out TravelPulse.com for all the latest news. Uh, Sign up for our daily newsletter there as well so you can be in the know. Any additional thoughts, comments, feedback, whatever, drop me an email, podcast at TravelPulse.com. And now joining me on the show is Christine Kars, co-founder of Ama Waterways. Thank you for joining us podcast. <laughs> Hello, Eric. Uh, thanks for having me. And I'm very, very happy to be here with you on board our beautiful Ama Siena on the Rhine River. Likewise. Thank you so much for the invite. I really appreciate it. There's uh, so much beauty uh, on this ship and we'll discuss the ship in a, in a, in a bit. But first I got to ask, how are you? How has the last year been for you and Ama Waterways? We are actually very, very well and very happy that we were able to restart with our river cruises in Europe again. Um, so obviously the last year, not too much to report. Uh, even so, I'm proud to say that we were the only river cruise line, um, US-based river cruise line that was able to cruise on the Rhine River for a German partner, at least from July until November. With this, we were able to put our health and safety protocol into perfection. And um, now we have started again in early July, um, first on the Douro River in Portugal, then uh, with the beautiful double white Ama Magna, the luxury in space, uh, on the Danube River, followed by Ama Siena on the Rhine River, our ships in France, on the Rhone, in, on the Seine River, in Bordeaux. And uh, currently we have 16 of our ships cruising the beautiful European rivers again. And that makes me very, very happy. Right now we are on the questioning cruise of the Ama Siena, brand new Ama Siena. And um, when I see, when I look actually at all our guests here on board, I really feel the happiness that everyone has to be able to travel again, to discover the world again, uh, to discover our new culinary concepts. Um, and uh, so I look very, very much into the future and what uh, still the remainder of the year 2021 will bring to us. We, we always look at the glass half full, not half empty and are very grateful to be able to cruise again and very excited about the future. I love that. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. I mean, you can, the moment you got, that I got here and as more guests came in, um, it is at uh, like 70, 75% capacity at the moment. Uh, you, could, you could feel the, the atmosphere. So many people are excited to be back and, and to explore not only a new, destin- or new ship, but you know, familiar destinations for some, new destinations for a lot of people too, as it is uh, first time for some people um, cruising on, on the Rhine here. Um, and also, I want to say congratulations to the top honors with, with ASA, just most recently named. I, I think that is fantastic. That's, uh, I believe you said that's fourth year in a row? That is the fourth year in a row, and we are extremely grateful, humbled, and honored uh, to have received this award again, the partner, uh, ASA's partner award again. Makes us very proud, and that drives us also forward to never stop, to keep going. Um, engagement with our travel advisors was super important uh, this past year to give education, to keep going, to give inspiration is all part of it. Um, our travel advisors are our biggest support network. We could do not anything without them. 
and uh, and we are very happy that we also have a nice group of travel advisors here on board uh, supporting of course also our godmother Debbie Fiorino who will question the ship in Lahnstein tomorrow and also our travel advisor partners will come back uh, to their home and they'll be able to really report from the ship and once they are back what is a river cruise today uh, was it like it was in the past uh, can still everyone enjoy the beauty of everything with the new protocol and with all of them um, I talked to they, they are still very, very happy to be able to cruise. Uh, so you mentioned a bit, you know, uh, having the advisors having to discuss new protocols. Could you talk a little bit about the new protocols and, and what travelers need to know about this uh, current new river cruise experience right now? Absolutely. Well, first of all, we are currently sailing with not more than 75% capacity. On many departures, it's about 50% capacity. So we really offer the luxury of space and, um, and everyone feels very, very safe on board. Uh, when you come on board, uh, your temperature will be taken, your luggage will be disinfected. In fact, the entire ship before you come on board for a couple of hours is completely disinfected. And um, we also have some plexiglass dividers uh, in our fresco restaurant, in the lounge when you sit down. So just to divide the guests from each other a little bit. When you come in and when you move in the public areas, you have to wear your face mask. And um, then, of course, you can take it off when you sit down uh, in the lounge for your drinks or uh, for your dinner in one of our Restaurants, or of course, when you are outside on our sun deck um, with the fresh air circulating. Um, we also had to reduce the capacity in our restaurants. Um, normally, in our chef's table, we can accommodate up to 28 guests. Right now, we only allow 16, up to 16 guests on board, and very similar here in our Alfresco restaurant. But that's not a problem with the reduced capacity on board anyway. Um, when we go out ashore, we always work with our quiet box systems. So when, we, when you go and have a shore excursion, you can always be in the right distance from everyone there while having actually the tour of your choice. We offer different choices custom to your own interests. This could be a bike tour, which I have seen today in Cologne is a very popular choice for many. This could be a hiking tour, which will come up, for instance, when we go to Heidelberg. Um, I see a lot of our guests taking actually advantage of these beautiful outdoor excursions. And it could be uh, tours of special interest, could be Jewish interest tours, um, in Köln, our culinary tour, um, the Kölsch, of course, and, and so much more. So this allows us to always operate in small groups. We always had this, but of course now we have added some more excursion to really have this uh, protocol in perfection. I would say these are um, the basic things. Uh, we are on a brand new ship. Our fleet is very young in general. Every cabin has its own air conditioning unit. We, we don't recirculate air on board. So it is actually a very, very nice environment for everyone. And when it comes to culinary, we have gone away from the buffets. 
There is, of course, a beautiful display where you see all the items you can choose from, and then you have a menu where your waiter will be serve you everything to the table. And um, I have actually seen only um, the most positive feedback because, first of all, it allows you to spend more time, you know, catching up with your friends uh, on your table. Uh, you don't have to stand in line uh, never ever um, to get something for yourself. And in general, I feel everyone has this feeling, yes, I always get pampered uh, with AMA Waterways. Um, our, our team on board is extremely um, attentive, assertive, um, genuine, caring about your well-being, and now even, even more. And uh, I can also see not just the guests, but our crew members, they are just so happy to be back to the rivers to be back, you know, to, to travel with our guests again, have conversation, and and they are having the same same fun, for sure. Absolutely, and and with the vaccine mandate for, for guests that have to come on board, uh, to be able to come on board, I think that adds a level of safety, too, for a lot of people. You feel safer being on and knowing that everyone here is vaccinated, and most people, it is a recommendation that you get tested before you come on, and, you know, we'd like to hope that people do that for sure, but having that vaccine mandate, I think, makes it uh, a level of safety um, that a lot of people that I've spoken to so far on, on the cruise feel, feel that is um, an added layer of safety that kind of eases the mind and, and lets you be, get back to, to traveling and enjoying what traveling is all about. So, obviously, this past year and a half has been a wild ride all over the place, and, and cruising is taking a big hit um, all over the world, uh, but you know, we, we will get through this, as you've said before, too. Um, so with that, what is your outlook on the future of river cruising once we can get past all of this new protocols and, and get back to, I guess, the quote-unquote normal of, of what we want, you know? Yeah, well, you heard me saying we started our company 2002. That was right after 9-11. Um, so it was not an easy time to get started because travel was down. But there was a huge pent-up demand developing. And I see it very similar now. Obviously, um, these times are stretching a little bit longer. From the mini marathon, we have come into a, a real marathon, right, to get through. Uh, however, I see it very, very positive what the future brings. And um, 2022 looks amazing. I mean, we are 50% ahead with bookings compared to 2019, which was our best year in history. Every year was always the best year in history. Um, the demand for river cruising is extremely high. It is a small ship. It is very personal. You know, I mentioned the tours designed uh, to your own interests. I think that is becoming more and more important that the guests really feel it's about them and we cater to their individual needs. And the river cruise ship can do this very, very well. Um, it's a very controlled environment. Um, we are cruising the national waters. I always say oceans take you to countries, rivers take you through the countries. And I think that is the new trend. The guests just want to explore the countries. They want to slow down. They want to spend more time here and want to really um, savor the moment, yeah? And that's what a river cruise does. I mean, you will see today and tomorrow, after the questioning, when we are cruising through this most romantic, scenic areas, 
area where we watch all the castles on the Rhine, yeah? Um, many, many of our guests will just be on the sun deck, sipping a glass of wine, watching the castles and the vineyards passing by, all these moments of history, while of course listening to the narrative that our cruise manager Martina will give. And it will be really one of the most magical days in your life. And, um, and so are many rivers, they are all different. And our clients just love to come back, explore Europe, and later Asia when we can do it again, Africa, and again all in this small personal environment. And age doesn't matter anymore. We have guests on board the traditional age, uh, which is maybe in the 70s, 80s, and uh, we have our younger clients coming, um, the baby boomers of course, uh, the Generation X now, and uh, and a lot of younger families with children, high school graduation. Uh, I have to say it's all vaccinated now. With this, of course, we can only welcome our guests on board who had the chance to be vaccinated. And unfortunately, currently, it is not the children below 12 who cannot at this time. Yeah. Yeah, not, and it goes back to the, the current new protocols, but we will get past that. And I, I do think that a lot of people uh, with families, multi-generational too, that river cruising would be a, a great way to do it. And I'm, I'm a millennial myself and I'm having a blast here. So I think millennials shouldn't rule out river cruising and sort of, you know, somewhat of a stigma around, oh, river cruising is just for old people. And that's simply not the case. This is a fantastic new ship here and everything. Because I have watched you and your wife, you always enjoy to, you work so hard all the time, right? And now it's the time that we can take care of you and you don't have to figure out how to rent a car or get to the next airport or train station. And otherwise you wouldn't have a guide with you explaining you everything or Martina, our cruise manager, being at your fingertips, right? So I think you do enjoy the luxury and the comfort of river cruising and it doubles your leisure time because you really don't have to look out after all these things. We take care of everything for you. Absolutely, and I, I love that, and I know a lot of people that on board that I've spoken to have loved that as well, and especially with the current times, too. You can rely on uh, your travel advisor for, for help getting you here, and then once you're here, you can rely on the level of service that AMA has shown to, to kind of take care of you and, and guide you in that. So we are on this brand new ship, beautiful ship. It was supposed to debut in 2020, but here we are in 2021, and it will be christened soon. Um, so just can you talk a little bit about what are the key features of this new ship and, and do you have a favorite part yet? Yeah, no, I'm very, very proud of the Ama Siena and uh, it's a sister ship of our Ama Lucia, which also came in operations, um, but we'll have the questioning next year. I think um, the vibrant color scheme is a favorite of every guest on board that I have talked to, but yet very, very elegant. Um, we continue with all the beautiful traditions uh, from the sister ships of Ama Siena. So our twin signature balconies in the majority of every stateroom are a hit among our guests. Uh, our beautiful restaurant and our beautiful chef's table restaurant where um, you can savor a fine tasting menu. Um, always with local spe uh, specialities sourced from the region, but created for you and presented to you in a most beautiful way. And um, 
complemented by the finest wines from the regions as well. Um, of course, the wines are complementary with lunch and dinner, and we have our sip and sail hour prior to dinner uh, with our complements. So are the beers, the water, etc. Um, we still, of course, our elevator is connecting all our decks, but also go, is going down to the lowest deck. We have a beautiful pool, swimming pool and swim-up bar on the top deck. Uh, activities, an oversized chess game. We continue with our wellness uh, elements, wellness program, um, the wellness center here on board with our massage room. Very proud of it. It is absolutely beautiful. It puts you in the right mood already uh, to get a nice massage. And um, so this alfresco restaurant where we are currently here right now, this is new, a new feature because we always um, saw that a lot of our guests enjoyed the light lunches here in the lounge. And now you can have your lunch here in our Alfresco area, enjoying the beautiful view at the front side of the ship. And the same, if you want to have breakfast maybe here after your wellness workout, you're stretching your core, your yoga morning, um, you can sit down here and enjoy your cappuccino or your latte and just have a wonderful start of your morning. So um, that is actually a, a very nice area. It is also my favorite on the Ama Magna. Um, this, this part just on Ama Magna, we also make it a special dining venue, which we haven't done here on Ama Siena yet. But we never say never, right? There are so many opportunities. And having now this additional place also gives us more opportunities to cater to our many groups that we have. Because we welcome and we are so fortunate to welcome so many different groups on board, no matter if it's wine experience uh, cruises, wine groups, um, history groups, uh, musicians, uh, Jewish heritage groups. There are so many, so many different interests. 2022, of course, we talked about Oberammergau. There's a lot of religious travel happening. There's also the Floriade. So um, the biggest horticultural show in the world. So a lot of people also come with the special interest, have maybe a lecture here uh, on top of it. So very, very happy about this ship. Yeah, definitely. I, I can see. I mean, you can see it in all the elements. It's uh, all the little things really add up to 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 kind of make this a really spectacular ship and uh, very exciting. My favorite part so far has been definitely the food. I'm a big foodie, so I had the chef's table dinner last night, which was absolutely fantastic. So it was full seven course meal, and you, you hear seven courses and you think, oh my gosh, that's so much. But it, the portion size was just perfectly laid out to where you don't feel overstuffed, but you feel you feel happy and pleased after it because it is a fantastic meal. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So uh, just lastly here, just to uh, wrap things up, uh, what would be your advice to or, or uh, any message you would like to pass on to um, our travel advisors who sell river cruises? Yeah. Well, I would always say please come on board because we offer so many wonderful FEM opportunities and to really seeing it is believing it, right? To really live through the entire experience then you can either send your postcards or e-postcards to your clients. They will call you up. They want to know. And you can inspire them then to really come along as well. Because I feel for many, 
once they have gone through airport setups and things, the moment you step on board, you relax and you just sit back and enjoy a beautiful, beautiful cruise. We have, of course, complimentary internet on board. It's working well, so our travel advisors can work here as well, take all the bookings for the future and enjoy a wonderful cruise experience at the same time. If not, then of course we have our travel advisor portal. You can find all our latest promotions, specials, um, marketing tools, opportunities, social media, our uh, AMA Academy on our travel agent portal. And uh, of course, what's also important to constantly look at our website, especially when you have clients traveling, we always update the website with the latest protocols of the different countries that we are going through. So, um, but uh, I look forward actually to welcome so many more travel advisors in the future again. And uh, I know 2022 will be a banner year and the future will be extremely bright. But the preparation is right now. Don't wait until it's too late because the best cabins will be taken. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me and providing such great insight and, um, on this new ship and the whole River Cruise experience right now. Thank you, Eric. Really appreciate this and uh, so glad that you are on board with us. Thank you. Thanks again to Christine Karst there, co-founder of AMA Waterways, for taking the time to join me and discuss river cruising and this beautiful new ship, AMA Siena. If you've never done a river cruise, I highly recommend it, whether you want to visit Europe, Africa, Asia. Coming up soon for AMA Waterways, they'll be jumping into Colombia and the Magdalena River. Uh, that'll be December of 2023, if everything goes well, um, for the first launch. So exciting times ahead in the river cu cruise community there. Very, very awesome stuff. So that's it for this week's show. Um, you know the email. Drop me a line if you'd love to be on the show sometime. Love to hear from you. Love your feedback. Appreciate all the emails that I received last week as well. So, um, yeah, I hope you are enjoying your summer as it's winding down here and that you uh, have some fall travel plans, maybe some winter travel plans, if no fall travel plans, that is. And, um, yeah, it, we're going to get through this craziness and, and that's going on in the world right now, and, and brighter days are ahead, folks. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. 